I'm Jimmy Evans. This is my wife, Karen. Welcome to the Marriage Day Podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. We'd appreciate that very much. And we've got questions Mm -hmm. from some of our viewers and listeners, and we're going to answer those questions. Karen, I think you have the first one here. Yes. Uh, Recently, during an argument, my husband threatened to get a divorce. Because of this, I went out and opened a personal bank account, and now he is more frustrated than before, but I am only trying to prepare. Do you have any advice? I don't use the word divorce. Yeah. Uh, When he threatened divorce, that's a very, very bad thing to do because Mm -hmm. divorce is the devil's word. There are times that people need to divorce if there's abuse that won't stop, if there's serial adultery, uh, things like Mm -hmm. that. Sometimes, you know, you have to, uh, sometimes when there's addiction. You know, there's a drug addiction or a, an alcohol addiction or a sex addiction or something like that. Sometimes a, a marriage gets to the point where that's that's the only answer for a, a spouse that is being victimized by a spouse that won't change, uh, and, and even after getting help. Uh, but in the case of having an argument, 86% of divorces are for non-severe circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so most divorces are just like this. You're having a fight and someone threatens divorce, they threaten divorce, and it's the, the effect is like shocking off. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to shock you into changing your behavior by threatening divorce. <laughs> she goes out and opens a bank account, then he gets mad. Yeah. So this is an they'll divorce. This if, if you don't stop talking about it, and if you don't stop this kind of behavior, you will divorce, and you'll regret it. And here's what I would say, get help. Now, we have on xomarriage.com, we have marriage mediators. They can talk to you on the phone. They can do a Zoom call and counseling with you. We're here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. You can come here and our marriage mediators will, will meet with you for a day, for two days uh, to help you. We have a tremendously high uh, uh, percentage of success in helping couples reconcile because most couples just don't know how to fight. They don't know how to talk things through. So it's wisdom to get help. Go to your local church, go to your pastor, go to a Christian marriage counselor, but don't give up on your marriage and stop the escalation of this. Mm-hmm. The husband should have never used the word divorce, uh, and you should not have gone out and opened your uh, – and you say, well, I'm preparing. Well, don't prepare to get divorced. Prepare to stay married. And with everything you know how to do, get your husband to go with you to counseling. Tell your husband you love him, that you don't want a divorce. You don't want to talk about divorce. You want to work on your marriage. Do everything you can to lean into your marriage. It's the most important time for that right now. Going and opening a bank account, you leaned outside of your marriage. Your husband mm-hmm. shouldn't have threatened divorce. You shouldn't have opened the bank account. Fight for your marriage. I was going to add, they need to listen to your materials. Because, oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you explain all that really well in all your teachings. Four Laws of Love, Marriage on the Rock. We have tons of marriage resources yeah. in uh, xomarriage.com. But uh, I appreciate the honesty of the question, but it's a it's a dangerous thing yeah. to keep, keep that going on. <laughs> this is uh, my husband. This is a woman. My husband says I put him in a difficult spot with our son because I didn't want to watch our grandson. And asked, and he asked me if I was mentally unstable because I can't handle our grandson. My grandson hollers and screams when he doesn't get his way. I have anxiety and my nerves start acting up. Am I wrong for saying no? Do you think my husband is wrong for saying that to me? Yes, <laughs> I think he's wrong for saying that to her. And I think this is a very difficult situation because um, here, here's how I feel about questions like this. There's probably so much more to it than oh, yeah. we're getting right oh, here. Yeah, sure. And we're talking about a grandson who is innocent, you know, and I don't know how he's even being raised. I mean, if the son's not disciplining his children and they're coming over to see the grandparents. Well, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. If, if, and, the, if the kid 
hollers and screams when he doesn't get his way, he starts that at home. Yeah, and but as a grandparent, we can't discipline. It's not give. That's not yeah. our place. And so, yeah. it's a hard situation to be in. So, I would just say that the husband and the wife, the ones that are arguing with each other, that they need to have a, a mutual agreement of what each of them can handle respectfully. And if the husband can handle the grandson, maybe she can go get coffee with a friend when this, so exactly. you know, just leave the saying. house and let him deal with it. And yeah. just have an, have an understanding that when the grandson comes over, the husband mm-hmm. takes responsibility. Mm-hmm. And, but I'd also have a conversation with the son and just say, yeah, but that's going to be, that can be kind of, uh. well, but just, you know, he, cause then the, the, the wife of the son can get very defensive. Yeah. So I, I don't yeah. know. Well, it's, I do believe that the child, we have grandsons. Mm-hmm. And so we, we know what it's and like. And I love them. Well, they're great. <laughs> and, but they're well behaved, mm-hmm. you know, they and are. They have their moments, but they're, but well, they're boys. They're boys. Mm-hmm. And they're well behaved. We also have girl, the granddaughters, but the grandsons have a lot, a lot more energy. Mm-hmm. But, um, I would have an understanding with the husband, uh, that, okay, if he's, if he's going to come over, you're going to have to take responsibility. When he begins to misbehave and go go get coffee or go to the store or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a way. Well, you know, that, that this just came to me. This might be good. Maybe the wife, the one that gets so anxious, maybe she should try something different with the grandson. Like take him to an ice cream place or yeah. do something one-on-one with him, just the two of them, yeah. you know, and just build that relationship in a different way. Well, I would fight for the relationship with the grandson because he's going to get older. Mm-hmm. And as he gets older, you want a relationship with him. Right. Yeah. Okay, so this is another question for you. My parents' marriage is struggling. How do I say something to them about it as their son without disrespecting them? How do I say something to them about it as their son without dis- What? I don't think I understand this question. Okay. Okay, the, let's start, just start is, the question again. Okay. okay, so this is a question to you. My parents' marriage is struggling. How do I say something to them about it as their son without disrespecting them? Well, you know, we know circumstances like this yeah, sure. where the mm-hmm. it was actually another you know child that had to confront the parents because there were issues, you know. And I think it, a lot mm-hmm. depends on the relationship mm-hmm. of the parent and the child. Yeah. Like we are so close to our kids. We yeah. have a really good relationship with our kids, and and they respect us. We respect them. We have our boundaries. So for them to come to us and say something wouldn't be bad. It would be like, oh, okay. And they would do it in a way that's loving and, yeah. and kind. And, and I think those are the things you have to look at, you know, how how you say it, how you present it. Um, and, you know, not, not being critical, but just saying in a concerned way. Yeah. You know, I think that that would be a good way. And for the sake of your grandchildren mm-hmm. and for the sake of the family, you guys need to get help. Mm-hmm. You know, I love you. We, I love you. I respect you. But your marriage is bad. And you need to work on it. Or maybe just buy some of your material and give it to them. <laughs> well, if you if you gave them, the, which is great, but I think if you gave it to them, you still have to have an explanation that says, "I want you guys to read that book together, mm-hmm. and I want you to start working on your relationship." It's important. It's, it it hurts us for you guys to act like this. Well, it hurts. Or say this, it hurts us for y'all to be hurting. Yeah. That's, you know, because it is, it's a hard thing. But it's bad be. for the whole family. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's a bad legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, you leave, you leave your family a legacy. And one of the legacies, there's two legacies you want to leave your family, loving God and loving your spouse. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you have a, a, a godly parent and a parent, parents have a good marriage, that's a legacy for the yeah, children. I agree. 
So, okay. Okay. How do I handle my child struggling with gender identity? It is threatening to draw a line between our marriage and how to handle it. Well, the the first thing that Satan ever did when Adam and Eve fell was mm-hmm. he confused them sexually. Mm-hmm. When uh, two, Genesis two twenty five says God made Adam and Eve naked without shame, but then once they ate the fruit, um, they began to hide from each other and God. Put fig leaves on. And when God found Adam, God said, what is this that you've done? And Adam said, I was afraid because I was naked. And God said, who told you you were naked? And God does not ask questions to get answers. God was saying to Adam, someone said to you that Mm -hmm. you're sexually defective. Mm -hmm. And it was the devil. Mm -hmm. Satan came as in the form of a serpent because Satan uses stealth. Satan doesn't want us to know that what he's doing is him. He wants us to think it's us. So now we have... Millions of uh, children and adults hearing inside of them this voice saying, "You're you're not this. You're not really a man. You're mm-hmm. not really a woman." Mm-hmm. And this is now being fostered by the woke movement, public schools, all this kind of you know, public universities, mm-hmm. entertainment, and all that. And so now you have a lot of children that mm-hmm. are sexually confused. It comes from Satan. Mm-hmm. Okay, this so you can't change your sex. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can say you're a different sex, but you can't change your sex. If you go through the entire process of sex change, you haven't changed anything. You've just mutilated yourself. It's all it's all cosmetics and pretense. And so you pray for the child. Pray, pray, pray for the child. The second thing is you help your child to understand who they are in Jesus. Mm-hmm. To See, you, you become confused with your identity because you don't understand your identity. Mm-hmm. God made you. Psalm 139 says, God made me in my mother's womb. Mm-hmm. See, if there's any if there's any such thing as sex change, that means that either God doesn't exist and we're just animals. And, and if we're just animals, do anything you want, you know, mm-hmm. or God's a bungling idiot. Mm-hmm. God's the absent, absent minded professor and he's creating male bodies with a female spirit and uh, female bodies with a male spirit. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Well, God is a wonderful, loving God. Your child needs to know this mm-hmm. and your child needs to know he made you in, in your mother's womb. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. He has a plan for your life mm-hmm. and you're not the wrong sex. Yeah. I don't, agree. don't believe that. And so, and it, but the concerning thing here, Karen, it says uh, it's threatening to draw a line in our marriage how to handle it. So what I'm reading in this is the husband and wife don't agree. No, that, obviously that they don't. One, well, there's a lawsuit right now of a mm-hmm. woman trying to take a son through sex change and mm-hmm. the husband doesn't want it. Yeah. And it's this hor- horrible legal problem. And so you need to, your child needs to know God at the earliest age. Mm-hmm. Your child needs to know the word of God. They need to know mm-hmm. who they are in God and how God created them. And the more there's a void of this in their lives, the more you risk mm-hmm. them going into some kind of an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's good answers. And let me tell you, when you, have the, when you take those chemicals and when you have those surgeries, you can't change it. They can never have children. Once they go through that, they can never have children. And mm-hmm. you, there's a website called sexchangeregret.com, and you need to go on there. It's got phenomenal information. It's full of many, many testimonies of people who had sex change uh, of surgery mm-hmm. and lived to regret it. Yeah. And so it's, but anyway, there's something to, to fight for. Thank you guys for joining us today. If you have questions, XO marriage, go on there, write us your questions. We love answering them. And also uh, remember, if you're watching on YouTube to like and subscribe, we'll see you next time. God bless you. Goodbye. Hey, this is Brent Evans with XO marriage. And I want to thank you for listening to the marriage today podcast. We believe your marriage has a 100% chance of success if you do it God's way. If you enjoyed today's teaching and want to keep learning, hey, subscribe to the Marriage Today podcast and take some time to leave us a review. 
Your reviews help us spread the word and can encourage someone else in need. For more great marriage content, check out xomarriage.com where you can see all of our marriage building resources, articles, and live events.